there are things that we all hear from different individuals, different health um, advice. I love hearing all of them. When we talk about some individuals say, well, if you have anxiety, if you have um, these compulsive behaviors, then you just need to leave this environment. And I believe that's really true. I had to think about it in certain ways, and I want us all to think about it. Send me comments about this. For instance, if you had anxiety, some individuals say, well, just leave that environment and you'll get rid of it. And they do. They leave the work environment or the toxic relationship, but their anxiety sticks around. Just like I got rid of Lyme, the majority of it, and I still had the weak legs. It's because it's the programming and training that we give our bodies over time. If you're in a toxic environment, a toxic relationship, or a toxic uh, workplace, we train our bodies biochemically. And what that means is that we probably have certain type habits that we eat, certain things that in front of the computer, we have certain habits where we're always in front of EMF, or we're around people that are very toxic and negative around us, and our bodies get so trained and programmed that our brain and our bodies become programmed to how to respond chemically and genetically. Hey, Ancient Health listeners, Dr. Motley here. Let's talk about the incredible power of quantum energy and how it influences our vitality. Quantum energy is a life force that resides in every person and unit of matter. In our modern world, our quantum energy fields are constantly under siege from toxicities, stress, and electromagnetic frequencies. That's where Lila Quantum Tech comes in. Lila Quantum Tech offers groundbreaking solutions to enhance your quantum energy and to restore balance. Backed by rigorous research, Lila Quantum products have been proven effective in numerous studies. One remarkable study revealed that Lila quantum tech blocks boost ATP production by a staggering 20 to 29 percent. Others show blood and HRV improvements as well as wound healing acceleration of human cells by 85 to 100 percent. And here's the best part. Lila Quantum Tech is offering an exclusive 15 percent discount on your first order. Just visit leelaq.com and use the code ANCIENT at checkout. That's leelaq.com and code ANCIENT to unlock a healthier, more vibrant you. Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey friends, Dr. Motley here with the Ancient Health Podcast. And today we're going to talk all things genetics. The question, why do our recessive genes express themselves? Now, the reason I wanted to talk to you about this is because I have a very close friend of mine who recently came to me and asked me, why does he not feel better after he's doing all of the things that he hears in our social media and our health world that actually can bring health, such as infrared saunas, cold plunges, taking all the nootropics for the brain, doing all the things for his body, sun gazing, grounding, spending time outdoors, taking the right vitamins and minerals. With all of that, he still has a form of a lower mental focus. He feels that he has more brain fog at times. His gut is not the optimum that he wants it to be. And overall, he feels that he's hit a wall. He can't get past a certain point. If you have symptoms such as gut issues, skin issues, if you have brain issues, if you have an infection that's chronic such as strep, or staph, or Lyme disease, chronic parasites, and you feel like you hit a wall, this podcast is for you. Now, when he had talked to me about the things that were going on, he felt that he was taking his health to the next level. But why is there a wall? 
And the reason I talk to him about recessive genes and gene therapy is because it happened to me. When I had Lyme disease for a very long time, I realized that the symptomatology, the excessive brain fog and the excessive migraines along with leg weakness were some of the things that remained after I got the majority of all my other symptoms cleaned out. My heart palpitations went away, my joint pain was going away, my bloating and my digestive systems were healing up, even my eyes were doing better and my hearing, my tinnitus was fading away just by using great herbals, great supplementation to help me heal the body and get it effectively cleansed, but doing it in a gentle way. At the very beginning, I was doing it very, very harshly, which I don't recommend for anybody. But with all that, I still had times where I felt that my legs were very, very weak. And when I stood up for practice, like I was working on individuals, I felt like I had to lean against the table, which I did many of the time. My neck was so tired and so fatigued that I at times had to wear a neck brace when I was working because my neck felt so weak. I couldn't turn it a certain way and was afraid to pull a muscle. With this, I was wondering myself. I was just like my friend. I was getting very, very frustrated. I felt like I hit a wall. I hit a plateau. I was feeling better. I knew I could get out of Lyme. But I did actually think, am I going to stay like this where my legs don't get stronger? In fact, I was thinking I can only treat so many patients in a day because I can't stand that long. And I was sitting down to do my treatments for most of the latter part of the day. Well, I started to learn more about genetics. And I have great friends that are really, really smart in this arena. And my good friend, Dr. Jay Dunn, she does My Happy Genes. And my good friend, Dr. Nancy Miller, who's in te Texas, they were some of the people that actually helped propel me after I had been pushed in a positive way with herbs and nutrition. But they had talked to me about finding out about how my genetics affect my body's expression. For instance, you may have a genetic history of individuals that have heart disease. Now, you could have a genetic marker that basically has the expression of double recessive genes. And that means that if you got a gene that's recessive, which is, means it's not dominant, that means that gene, if it expresses itself, only works 30% of the time. So let's say that your mom gave you a recessive gene for heart disease and your dad gave it to you. Just by, not chance, just by the coincidence of them getting, getting together, that means that you could have double recessive genes. And that means that that gene, if it's triggered by environmental toxins, heavy metals, infections, emotional toxins, that can trigger that protein to be created for, I would say, defective or imbalanced or weak heart tissue. So that means it's only working 30% of the time. What if mom gave you a dominant gene? Maybe she has good genes that does not go into heart disease and your dad gave you the recessive. It means that the gene only works usually around 50 to 70% of the time. So when we're talking about recessive genes and how they express themselves, when I had Lyme disease, I was not fully functionally getting rid of all the toxicities out of my body. Now, how this affected me in Chinese medicine is that we all have the liver meridians, the liver channels that run up through the inside of our legs and the kidney meridians. They're electrical pathways that basically are used to flush up through the inside of the legs 
up to the kidneys and up to the liver at certain times a day to give you certain amounts of energy to help the liver detoxify and rebuild. Also the kidneys to flush and to produce more hormones to help you build red blood cells. Now, what was happening in my body was my kidneys, especially my right kidney was so weak because of infection that my kidney meridians up the inside of my legs were not staying strong. So my hip flexors and the adductor muscles on the inside of my thighs and even the muscles around my calves were so weak that I was not able to stand properly. The liver muscles also are basically affected, which are up here in the chest, which allowed my shoulders to cave in and my neck muscles not to be very strong. The liver meridian gives you strength in your legs and your chest. The kidney meridian also gives you strength on the inside of the legs and throughout the inside of your calves up even into the heart. So the organs were not metabolizing the toxins well from Lyme disease and the parasites. They weren't being flushed properly out of the liver and out of the kidney. So they were getting concealed and overinflamed, And that was causing a backup of the chi, the electrical energy up through the inside of my legs, which was helping my muscles to stabilize. But it was so basically imbalanced and so weak that my legs could not stay balanced. So when I started to put that reasoning together, I realized, wow, my liver and my kidneys really affect the strength of my muscles. Every organ in the body is basically associated with the meridian. And that meridian is running through muscles in our body. It runs through the organs, around the organs, and it's, and it's basically energizing certain areas of the body. And so muscles plus organs are energized by the electrical movement that's in our body. If the organ is basically stagnant or injured or sick, it does not allow the electrical activity to flow through the organ properly which means there's a backup or a stall in the electrical energy. And that should help basically the muscles get energized. But if there's a stall or a block, you usually get weak muscles because there could be a hindrance of the energy moving along that pathway to feed the muscles that it should feed. So when I started putting two and two together, I let my mentors show me through certain research and seminars that it did have a lot to do with how my genes were expressing myself itself. So I had MTHFR, which many of you probably have who've had some issues with genetics, but I had double homozygous recessive in some of the major MTHFR genes. And for those of you listening, just basically MTHFR it means methylation. This means that your body should have the capability of taking the B9, the folic acid, whether it's in your greens or your orange juice, or even in certain types of nuts, folic acid from an outside source should be broken down properly to make folate. And that's through the use of your genes combining with B12. So when folic acid is properly assimilated by your body, it also helps your body assimilate B12, whether it be methylcobalamin, B12 adenosylcobalamin or uh, hydroxycobalamin. So your B9 helps your B12 be processed to make basically SAMe, methyl, CH3, carbon and three hydrogens. That methyl group is very important to our bodies because what does it do? It basically cleans our genes. It helps repair our genes. It helps our genes from basically grabbing on to certain things that would express 
negative expression. So that was a little confusing. So we have the capability in our chromosomes and our genes. We have these small tails called telomeres. And you may have heard about it. I want to clarify what I just said. I know it's a little confusing. The telomere is basically a tail that is sticking out from your chromosomes and it grabs onto nutrients. Now, when you grab onto nutrients, that nutrient is carbon and hydrogen. The breakdown of vitamins and minerals like selenium or magnesium or vitamin B, they're basically wanting to be broken down to carbon and hydrogen. And when those tails reach out and grab that, they have a couple of actions they're doing. Methylation, which helps you detoxify properly, and acetylation. Now, this can be a little confusing, but what I want you to realize is that your body actually has little tails on the chromosomes that grab the carbon and hydrogen and curl it in. Curl it in. So your body does not allow any defective or recessive genes from being copied. Does that make sense? So the carbon and the hydrogen in your body is being grabbed by your chromosomes. They are basically patching up the areas so that your transcription RNA and your messenger RNA cannot copy recessive genes. Your body's using your nutrients to keep those recessive genes from being expressed. Why? If you did not have enough carbon and hydrogen to cover up and curl in and cover up that genetic code, right? The messenger RNA would come in and copy the recessive gene. It would copy it and then send it through transcription RNA to be basically produced into a peptide to make proteins. So that recessive gene would be made into a protein, which would be made into an organ, which would be made into an enzyme, which would be made into certain actions of your body. So if you can follow this, the gene, if you have recessive gene and it does express itself, it's going to give you recessive or imbalanced or weak heart tissue or the action of the heart, a weak heart action. So whenever we get older, past 35, 36 is probably the normal age when we talk about liver and methylation and genetics is when we start to see these things come to pass. So having enough carbon and hydrogen to cover up those recessive gene markers, those recessive gene areas of our chromosomes is very, very important. Now I know that can be a little confusing, but I want you to know that there are certain things that are in our environment. There are certain things in our diet that can speed up the expression of the recessive gene coding. So, Whenever we get stressed, whenever we have heavy metal toxins, like we talked about before, chronic infections, when we have any form of autoimmune dysfunction, if we have a, a diet that's high in sugar or not the healthiest, those things can cause those genetic recessive genes to express. Why? Because we need good nutrients a good food source to cre create consistent carbon and hydrogen methyl groups in our everyday life. Consistent. So if we do not get enough nutrients that's specific and unique to you, I need myself certain vitamins and minerals. You have certain vitamins and minerals that are meant for you. You're unique. You're bio-individual. That's why the term comes up because you have to have certain nutrients to keep your recessive genes from expressing themselves. 
Are there certain herbals and supplements and vitamins and minerals that are basically good concoctions or good compositions to help the majority of the population? There can be. I've seen them work. But I want you to know that specific to you and your genetic coding, we have to see what types of nutrients would be used to help you from expressing those recessive genes. So with my legs, I did not have the capability to basically clean out my liver and kidneys because I had the MTHFR. And that meant that I was really, for myself, was very deficient in vitamins D, K, and A. I also had a really, really high um, reduction of CoQ10 in my body and vitamin E at the very beginning. So I went and did nutritional testing. You can get nutritional testing and you can get a nutrient test from certain labs. Vibrant Wellness, Vibrant-Wellness, and Genova. Genova Diagnostics are two labs that have nutrient analysis. But I found out that I was heavily um, imbalanced in those areas, the CoQ10 and those vitamins. And I also had uh, not enough magnesium. But my body had a hard time processing vitamin B12, methyl, B12M. And that gave me the shakes. It gave me the yellow pea. It gave me the jitters. So that is also a part of methylation. I could not assimilate folic acid very well because the MTHFR gene and the other derivatives like MTRR are all genes, if they're expressed properly, would help me get that B12 and that B9, that folic acid, process them properly, create enough methyl groups, and that methyl group would do what? Help my genes express themselves properly. But I had a variant. I had a recessive gene that did not allow me to take B9 well, which would then allow me to process vitamin B12 properly to make the methyl group, the carbon and the hydrogen. So whenever I took straight B12, my body couldn't break it down properly. And when it can't break it down, it'll give me what we call overmethylating. It makes me have expressions that are hyper such as anxiety, heart palpitations, feeling flustered. I'm shaky inside. I have the quivers inside. I urinate quickly. So I was not able to take the B12 even in my diet and process it. I did not have a great diet. I did not have the nutrients I needed even in food forms to help me with my bioindividuality. When I had that from my genetics, it probably could have tried to adapt it. My body could have adapted to that throughout my life. However, if I did not work on getting the right nutrients from my food sources, for me personally, I probably needed more protein and clean grass-fed beef, more good greens that were probably in juice form, low histamine foods, low tryptophan foods, all individual to me. If I had the nutrients that I needed to help me with that process, my recessive genes, i.e. the liver and kidneys, would not have expressed themselves through the MTHFR defect. Can I take nutrients to help me with healing up and covering up that MTHFR recessive gene? Yes. When I had the Lyme and I started to work with 
Nancy and I started to work with Dr. Dunn, I started taking the nutrients and I had to do adaptogen mushrooms. I had to do um, certain herbals that actually helped me clean out extra lime and extra babesia. I had quite about a good amount of strep. But I realized that I did not have the nutrients to help my MTHFR. And that MTHFR gene then, with the methyl groups, also activates your VDR, your vitamin D receptors. So your vitamin D receptors on your cells help initiate with vitamin D and vitamin A and vitamin K, your immune system. It helps the mitochondria within your immune cells to actually activate and get strong. So I was not even able to continuously fight the infection because I was not giving any energy to the mitochondria within my immune cells. They were weak. So as I started taking the nutrients, the vitamins and minerals I needed to actually activate the vitamin D receptors, activate MTHFR, activate vitamin D receptor, activate my mitochondria, my body internally started having the energy to increase my immune function. And that went out and started to consistently fight off the infection on its own. My body had the nutrients it had to. I didn't have to use herbals and spices chronically because they were killing off the infection. I was getting my body to be energized by expressing my genes positively. When we get chronic metals such as aluminum, mercury, nickel, cadmium, burning of fossil fuels, dental mercury, anything that's put into our body that has a heavy metal effect, that can block receptor sites. That can block our bodies from actually absorbing nutrients, which can activate and cause recessive genes to trigger. You see, when we get into a stressful situation, our bodies can be robbed of nutrients by infections. They can eat our, our nutrients. We can have our stressors and our emotions create an environment in our body where we have to continuously eat because thinking and dealing with emotions, they say can actually create, you'll need 70% more calories by thinking and having mental activity than just physical. Your body will starve internally if you don't get enough nutrients. When we're worried all the time, when we have problems with our food sources, we have problems with our emotions, we have problems with toxic metals and infections, this is a call to our body to do what? To create more energy, to fight the problem. So as we require more of our bodies, internal energy production, there's the same time, like our genes need nutrients and we can create this push and pull. Like if we're not getting enough nutrients to handle the stress we are in, those nutrients help us with what? Keeping those recessive genes from expressing themselves. And if you get stressed enough and have enough infections, those genes will express themselves simply because your genes are starving. So that's why some individuals have to eat quite a bit of food. They're like, oh, I need a lot of greens. I need a lot of this protein. I need a lot of these fats. And the reason being is because they may not have an adequate amount of the nutrients that's needed for their bodies to actually do what? Help the recessive genes stay at bay. So I want you to look into your past. I want you to look into your present. Are there toxic sources of metals? Are there toxic sources of emotions and things that actually do what? Train you every single day. Are there improper food habits that keep you from getting the right nutrients to feed your body to keep those recessive genes from expressing themselves? Are you in a toxic work environment? There are things that we all hear from different individuals, different health um, advice. I love hearing all of them. 
when we talk about some individuals say, well, if you have anxiety, if you have um, these compulsive behaviors, then you just need to leave this environment. And I believe that's really true. I had to think about it in certain ways, and I want us all to think about it. Send me comments about this. For instance, if you had anxiety, some individuals say, well, just leave that environment and you'll get rid of it. And they do. They leave the work environment or the toxic relationship, but their anxiety sticks around. Just like I got rid of Lyme, the majority of it, and I still had the weak legs. It's because it's the programming and training that we give our bodies over time. If you're in a toxic environment, a toxic relationship, or a toxic uh, workplace, we train our bodies biochemically. And what that means is that we probably have certain type habits that we eat, certain things that in front of the computer, we have certain habits where we're always in front of EMF, or we're around people that are very toxic and negative around us, and our bodies get so trained and programmed that our brain and our bodies become programmed to how to respond chemically and genetically. It's trained. That stress can actually shorten the telomeres. They say that they can tell this, the span of your life by getting a telomere check. T-E-L-O-M-E-R-E. -E -E, a telomere. If you get a check and you have long telomeres, they say that you can reach out and grab a lot of the carbon and hydrogen, the methyl groups. And the acetyl groups, A-C-E-T-Y-L. And if you can reach out and grab them and pull them into your genes, you'll have a longer life. That's why individuals can, you know, smoke cigarettes and drink a lot of alcohol and they live until they're 96. And others, they pass away from liver dysfunction and lung dysfunction at a younger age. Their recessive genes were expressed earlier. Whereas a person who lived longer had dominant genes where they could process the toxins from the alcohol or from the tobacco. That's how it works. So when we're talking about expression, if you're in that area, in that toxic work environment, can you keep having anxiety after you get rid of it? Yes, that means that you need to create nutrients or create more of uh, nutritional support and emotional support in the area to deprogram that anxiety. So we often think that if we get out in the environment, like if that stressor is gone, we just sort of, you know, okay, anxiety is gone because they're gone. No. If you trained your body to consistently create a biochemical response because your genes were recessive when you're in that environment, you're going to have to build the gene up. You're going to have to strengthen the gene up to help the expression, to renew the expression. So when I started to take my stuff, I started noticing I was standing longer. I was so happy that I actually was able to stand and work for four hours in a row without having to sit down multiple times. I was giving body the nutrients to build the immune cells and clean out the liver and the kidneys. Because when we talk about methylation, we talk about gene cleansing, that is going to help your kidneys and your liver clean and it helped me detoxify my blood faster and quicker. I started regaining strength. I want you guys to be encouraged. I have patients that come in and they'll say things like, Doc, you know, I'm taking all these supplements and I don't think it's making a difference. I had a patient that I saw the other day through a virtual and they were asking me, wow, I'm taking all these things and I don't know if I still have some mold. Through my examination, through our testing, she had so many things cleaned out. She had some mold, but it was just trying to bump up her genes or bump up her body to actually help encourage the strength of her genes. Even if they're recessive, give the right nutrients to get the positive dominant genes to express themselves and get the nutrients in there to help her body handle what the recessive genes couldn't. Please do not be discouraged. You're doing good. I have to tell my patients that all the time. They think they're not doing a good job. You are doing a good job. 
Be encouraged with that and don't stop. And the reason I'm adamant about it is because people think that, oh, I took this and some of their friends or their family members are like, you got a cabinet full of this and you're taking all this stuff, but I don't see it. Whenever I check patients, I'm like, wow, things are cleaned up really well. Your organs are working well. Yes, we can take too many supplements at a time. I totally agree with that. But I've seen so many times where patients have done their, their duty and looking into and researching things for themselves, taking their things that they know that's good for them, and they may not see an overall expression in their eyes, but I see it. I encourage individuals to do those nutrient tests. I encourage patients to do a happy genes, my happy genes, like genetics, and look into the research of Dr. Jay Dunn and many others. Like There's a great book called Dirty Genes. Um, and there's many researchers, look into that, methylation, but look into holisticmethylation.com, W-H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C, holisticmethylation.com. There's a link in my bio on Instagram that has genetic tests that you can buy, but if you go into their website, Dr. Dunn expresses herself and talks about how genes work and how they express themselves and how you can actually heal your genes. Please look into this website if you hit a wall, if you can't get any further. Now, whenever I found that was a case where I had those recessive genes, I then got the mood and uh, personality report. I got the nutrient report. I got all the reports to find out why I was anxious, why I was depressed, why I couldn't absorb certain types of food. And when I found out all those genes that were recessive, I realized that the things in my life were basically triggering those recessive genes. And then I got the nutrient report and I said, okay, here are the nutrients that I'm deficient in. I also took extra nutrient tests from Genova, from other labs, and I went, okay, I need to work at this and start to bring up my magnesium levels and my CoQ10. And, and I had some people like Dr. Miller and Dr. Dunn test me with kinesiology, and I started to make leaps and bounds. To me, people say, what would you do? I would find my genes. I'd do my happy genes. I would get my genetic report. i get every single report I could. I would get a nutrient analysis by Genova or even Vibrant Wellness. I would even go a step further, and I'm going to send the lab test. I do this with all my mini podcasts of all the different types of labs I use. And if I found that I was chronically sick, I would check for chronic bacteria like strep or staph or Lyme disease through Vibrant Wellness or even MicrogenDX. Don't worry, it's in the show notes. And people say, you're going to spend that much money on the testing. And I'm saying, we don't want to spend a ton of money. But I want to know, if I realize I had an infection but my genes were recessive, which did not allow me to get rid of those infections quickly, that gives me the reason why I can't get rid of those infections quickly and efficiently. And so whenever I start to encourage the strength of my genes, along with the herbs and the spices that I use from Supreme Nutrition products, I start to get stronger inside and I start to clean out my infections. So I would get tested by a kinesiology practitioner or a holistic practitioner that can do any type of electrodermal screening, muscle testing, kinesiology, or functional testing. And look into those infections. Keep a close eye. Get tested for those infections every four to six months and see if you're making a leeway of getting them out. Get heavy metal testing to find out if those metals are in the body. But I'll say this. The reason that infections and heavy metals and those things keep coming back is because your genes, your recessive genes are being triggered and they're not being nourished. You have to take the nourishment to actually help your genes build up. This will help with leaky gut. This will help with absorption. So some individuals get biofilm and plaquing this. I don't even absorb my nutrients. Why? Well, how do I know? Because if you can get the right testing, like we just mentioned, and start taking nutrients, not a ton of them, 
Even for my nutrient report, I had people check with me and I took probably half of them. I started slow. And when I started doing that, I started getting my nutrients in my body that helped my immune system to actually break down the biofilms that actually increased my absorption. These are just some common, simple steps that I've seen in the functional nutrition world. So find a good functional practitioner. Find somebody that may do some muscle testing. Find somebody that does some Chinese medicine analysis with tongue analysis and pulse analysis. There are many practitioners that I've seen that incorporate the lab testing with the muscle testing with uh, Chinese medicine testing. And there are many types of groups out there that you see that can actually put this together. Now, whenever we're talking about genes, I'm always very cautious. I usually don't see that I want to take something more than seven or eight products at a time at a low dose. If you find yourself trying to take 12 to 13, I'd be very cautious about that. I would ask the practitioner, this is my personal opinion, to start off low and slow. Can we start off with very low amount of supplementation? And if we had to build up, that's fine. But let's see how the body works with a low amount, like five or six supplements. I know this was a lot of information, guys, but about the expression of the gene. You can help the gene expression. You can help your body with that. But please know that if you get the right nutrients that are for you through this testing, you can help your body express even your recessive genes in the most positive way. That's the beauty of a gene report. Your gene report never changes. Your gene order never changes. The expression of it does. So when you get that gene report, it's there to stay. You have to fluctuate with it. You have to find out which infections have dug deep and sat in your body or the heavy metals or the emotions. That's why we talk about an ancient health podcast. We talk about the emotions and the infections. We want you to get a whole well-rounded view of it. But I want you to see that if you're at a crossroads, if you feel stuck, get your genes tested Find out a nutrient analysis from My Happy Genes. See where you're stuck. Guys, please send us any comments you may have, any thoughts, any notes. We're here to help. I'm going to put some labs in the show notes so that you guys have a good way to look at some different labs. And there's some good links on my uh, link in um, Instagram world on, under Dr. Motley spelled out. Guys, until next time, have a blessed day, and we hope that you have a good day today. And just like and subscribe if you like this channel from all of us here. Have a great day. Talk soon. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.